If you're looking for lyrical content with a dope vibe, check out Six Sense Legend Project, available now on all streaming platforms. My name is Henry, a.k.a. Hendall. And it's your girl, Kay Shanae. And, and without further ado, this is Culture Connect. Culture Connect. Culture Connect. Welcome to another installment of Culture Connect. Uh, today, we have another special guest recording artist, Sixth Sense, is in the building. How you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. How about y'all? Feeling great, we're, man. We're feeling really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, uh, we're excited to have you. Um, yeah, I appreciate so recently, it. Um, recently, you just dropped your album, Legend. Right. Um, that recently dropped on the sixth, on the um, September the eleventh. Right. Uh, so, as we know, this is not your first rodeo with music. You've been doing this for a very long time. How did right. you get your start in music? Uh, I would like to refer to myself as a fan who took it too far. Like I was really, <laughs> I was really into hip hop as a kid, but you know we couldn't have it in our house. And uh, I got my first tape and I was real young and I wanted to do it back then. But of course, my mom, she's like Luther Vandross and Anita Baker. You're not playing that stuff <laughs> in my house. So I really didn't get started like as far as recording until like around 2005. And um, I would go to studios around Calera and I saw they had the equipment and everything. And I just went out and got my own and recorded my own little projects in my room. And that's how I got started, really. That's what's up. Like, I've known you for a while. I've seen, you know, like I said, back in the day, you used to always be in the studio, always had pen and paper all the time, every day of the second. So <laughs> I'm really, really proud of you and where you've come so far, man. I appreciate that. Six, I appreciate man. that a lot. You know, uh, what is the best advice you've been given while pursuing your craft doing music? Buy your beats. <laughs> back in the day we would just get a bunch of beats with tags on it and you know that's a lawsuit waiting to happen if you do actually blow up or whatever so the best advice I ever got was to buy your beats um be consistent always hone in on your craft practice 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 and that's pretty much the best advice i received i really haven't received a whole lot of advice yeah um you know some people around here they don't want to see you do your thing but exactly. that's that's the best advice that i've gotten the best was buy your beats <laughs> most definitely that's good advice right right definitely speaking on uh buying your beats um do you produce some of your own music i do not back in the day i used to i used to do all my own instrumentals back in the day because that's really kind of another way of how i got started i wanted to make beats for everybody and be a dj but of course that passion kind of left me some years back, but I still have the equipment. I can still do it, but the way they do it nine days with these beats and I can't keep up with them no more, man. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't even wrap them my own stuff because I don't even like it. So. <laughs> now I understand. So um, first of all, as far as buying your own beats, that's great advice. And I, I really think it's important that uh, any creative, regardless of what genre or industry that you're in, um, you have to be able to take constructive advice. And I'm going to say advice because a lot of people don't like to say constructive criticism because they don't want to be critiqued. But I do think that it's always good to have new ideas. Um, and speaking of, so can you name some of your favorite mainstream artists um, and local? Mainstream Kendrick, Drake, um, 
<laughs> and to be honest, that's pretty much it for me. I really bump a lot of underground music. I don't really do a whole lot of mainstream. Like I may do Kendrick Drake and Travis Scott. Yeah. Um, as, as far as like mainstream okay. uh, local artists, Cut Dog, of course. Um, I like Richard Daniel. I like um, Zone. I like um, uh, my homies, uh, Mia West, uh, Behold, uh, my homeboy King Draper, which he's the one that did my website also. Shout uh, out to King Draper. <laughs> yeah, King Draper. That's my dude. Uh, <laughs> that's about it for local artists. Uh, but I do underground. Like my favorites are like Royce the Five Nine and Take Nine. Absolutely. Or, uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, like I like a I like a lot of Jedi mind tricks or um, Slain. I, I like stuff like that more. So I listen right. to more hardcore horrorcore hip hop than anything else. Yeah, because I know you used to like Hobson too. Yeah, I, I'm a Hobson fan. Yeah, I like Hobson. His last project was the truth. <laughs> yeah. And I, can tell, and I can tell too, man, you kind of mix a lot of those styles from the artists that you like with into this last project that you just dropped, the Lesson Project. So right. I can definitely hear, of course, Drake, you know what I mean? The pound, for <laughs> example, that they really caught me. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Drake records with Hov. So yeah, man, I hear a lot of, uh, you know, just different things uh, that you take from other artists, but you put your own twist to it. And correlate right. to your music, which is dope. I appreciate that. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I do. And also, man, who would you like to collaborate with that you haven't yet? Anyone here uh, in Birmingham or surrounding areas? To be honest with you, if I don't have a track I'm doing with them right now, or <laughs> then I, nobody else, because I've already got my collabos that I wanted to do with everybody. And the ones that I want to do, I already sent tracks out to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, That's I never dope. stopped working. Cause even before Legend dropped, I was still working and sending out collabos. So I got everybody on my bucket list pretty much taken care of. Well, I personally love this like new networking era here in mm -hmm. the city. Like I feel like we're finally seeing more creatives and artists and influencers working together. Um, and collabing and like basically y'all are sort of like embracing each other's crafts. I really, really personally appreciate that. And um, like you said, you have a couple of collabs uh, actually on this project. Uh, I believe you cut dog, Sean Judah. I know you got blow right. on one. Um, that's actually it. Yeah. And your sister. Yeah. And my sister. That's why I forgot about it. Your sister. Yeah. <laughs> also on one of the uh, projects so that and we're going to get into all of that in a little bit later. But how do you feel about the support of Birmingham when it comes to local music? <laughs> to me, it's iffy. If you if you make the right friends, you have good support. But you can be like crazy dope and not have the right friends and nobody will support your music. So I think it's more like um, who you know basis. Yeah. And I saw, actually I saw a post on Facebook yesterday, uh, dude said, uh, you, out, you go out in Birmingham trying to network and you end up with the same people you started with. <laughs> so he's a huge circle. <laughs> okay. That's true, man. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But it, it's, it's iffy sometimes, it's, it's weird. How do you feel people could show more support? 
taking more appreciation of the craft. Like just because he's your friend doesn't mean he's a you know dopest artist in the city. You can possibly collaborate and expand your vision more so than just I don't know. That that was a tough one for me because I people do things and it's irritating because you know you can have you can make some marvelous stuff, but people do not want to work with you because you're not their friend and they don't want to support you. And it's just it was it was frustrating at first, but um actually I took your advice. And I worked through my frustration and it worked out for the better. It may not be a whole lot of people, but it's the, it's a solid group that you can trust. And yeah. as long as I got the solid group of people you can trust that push you, then personally, I think you'd be okay. That's all that matters, man. That's all right. that matters, man. Most another definitely. Thing, and another thing, two six, man, you know, like when you speak on like the support here in Birmingham, also, man, the thing is a lot of people around here, like who in music, feel like, oh, I ain't going to help him or the next person because they may try to outshine me or they may get more notoriety than me versus, man, mm-hmm. us just all trying to work together. So, man, when I saw you had Clip Dog on the uh, on the album on Black Kings, man, it was like, this is what I love because we just talked to him not too long ago about the same thing as far as everyone working together, man. So, to know that you working with King Draper, we went to high school together, man. So, I just oh, really love to see the camaraderie, man, with everyone here in Birmingham and the music scene that's working together. Yeah, that's that's crazy because I've met Cut Dog through King Draper. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Cut that's the big homie right there, man. Well, this dude. is how you network. This is how mm-hmm. you network. <laughs> For real. For real. Yeah. King Draper, he, he put me on a lot of people. Most of my friends are the people that I've met through him. So man, that's what's up, man. Solid yeah. King Draper. Yeah, man. real solid. And the Legend Project, it does have a great deal of balance and cohesiveness with the song structure. What did you do better on this project from your previous work? I I went about it the same way, but this time I had a more focused story that I wanted to tell. A lot of times when I start a project, I do maybe like five or six random songs. And um, based off of what I like the best is the direction that I pretty much go. Because the legend that I put out this time, it wasn't the original version. I have another version that's still in the vault. It's like 15 songs, but it was, to me personally, it was too boring. So I wanted to speed it up a little bit. So I made this version, which is a shorter version of the exact same story. So going into this project, I had the idea in my head for about two years and I just kind of made it more enjoyable with the beats and having more fun with the wordplay on this one. But as far as from before, on my other projects were a bunch of random songs put together trying to sound deep <laughs> so <laughs> i just have i had more fun and i had a better story to tell on this one Must right say. and i can tell too that the song structure well not the song structure but the song that's that you pick everything lines up from beginning to end you know when you end with black kings it's like a right you know it's like a cinema like it just closed <laughs> out you know what i mean roll the credits <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's supposed to sound too that's exactly how it was supposed to sound too <laughs> part two is on the way Now stay tuned. Culture Connect is a podcast dedicated to innovators, creators, and business owners. We offer our platform to branders of excellent taste. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram or send us an email to cxltxreconnect at gmail.com.